Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, possums? Welcome to Offensive Points Pre-Draft Extravaganza. We are going to have a draft extravaganza tomorrow on the YouTube channel, so get on the IDP Army YouTube channel. We are going live, live reactions, analysis, giveaways, guests. We're going to have a great time out there, so hope you all can come join us. Again, that is the IDP Army on YouTube. Uh, follow us anywhere, Twitch, Twitter, whatever, whatever thing you got, we'll be there, so... Um, guys, the drafts here, you, you planted your bulbs in the fall and now just like they're growing, they're coming out of the ground. They're about to be NFL players right now. We're about to get them on our fantasy team and we are going to dominate. So can't wait to see the, uh, the reactions, um, the analysis that we're going to give out really excited to see that all the speculation, all the mocks are going to be over and we're going to know where these people are. So just want to let you know real quick, it's about to be comp season. You're going to hear at least three of these guys comp to uh, Tyreek Hill because that's the popular one. Um, so be prepared for that. Don't fall for that trap. It will only get you in trouble. And, uh, yeah, uh, Billy, real quick before we get into this, we need yes. an absolute screenshot of your face when that thing kicked live. It was phenomenal. Oh, yeah? That needs to be a T-shirt for sure. Oh, also, <laughs> we opened up a merchandise page. So if you guys want some uh, some possum shirts, some you know camp news, we're gonna have a bunch of stuff on there. We're gonna keep cracking them out. So please support us. We would uh, we would love if you did that and rock the possum gear wherever you can. Billy, what's up, man? It'll be fun. Not much. Joe just seems like the other day that we were stepping foot into the South Alabama Stadium and we were going to watch Senior Bowl, and now we're here, Joe. We get to see yeah. um, that that hard work that those guys put in payoff so it's been a long, when you're having fun man it really does we've had a fun uh draft off season so far i mean i've had a blast covering this so i'm glad that we're finally at the point where we can finally start nailing down where these people are going so we can get these dynasty drafts up and running can't wait to do our first mock probably within the next couple of weeks yeah we need to get out oh, speaking of, i need to throw that taxi squad up and collect <clears> some <throat> money for that one league but uh the time is upon us it is so busy with the podcast, dude, man. It's just, you know, slacking, slacking, falling behind. 
No, I understand completely. Okay, well, here we understand that the draft is tomorrow. We will be doing a live show tomorrow. So you're wondering why we're doing a show today. This is just to cover our bases so that we can get one last, here's what we think is going to happen, here's our predictions, here's what we're hearing so far. So if you hear this before the draft, maybe, you know, if you want to put a little money down on some things, maybe you'll uh, be able to do that. I've gotten a little couple inside tips here and there to maybe – I don't know, maybe get you some cash that you didn't expect to have. So is that, is that Matt Ariza bet still up there? Um, It is still up there, which oh, you God, could I bet throw on some it. cash on that. I'm going to have to drive over to Illinois and legally bet. Exactly. Legally, legally. bet. That's, that's the uh, key word there. So the first thing we want to start out with is, Joe, it looks like Trayvon Walker is going to be your first pick in the NFL draft. You think so? It is. All signs are pointing towards that being what the uh, answer is. It looks like uh, Trayvon Walker, who I'm not going to lie, I think we both kind of were – I've watched Trayvon Walker play. It, it's tough to really gauge how good he is because that defense, and we're going to be hearing this a ton during the draft tomorrow when you're listening, the D- Georgia defense was really spectacular. So to – have a player on that team stand out enough to go number one in the draft. They must see something that we didn't see that separated him from the rest of that team. Well, it was pretty easy to cover up his um, talent with everything going on on that defense. But I mean, from what we're hearing, you know, bulky likes uh, Walker Peterson likes Icky and Shad Khan likes uh, Hutchinson. So somehow somehow bulky seems to have the slight edge right now. Is that not just going to throw Peterson right into a tailspin right off the bat right there? Is that, I I mean, I guess it's not his call, but I'm a little concerned about it, but I'm thinking that Trent Baalke's job is the one that's the most at jeopardy here. So, I mean, obviously the owner is going to be good no matter what, but maybe Baalke's like, Hey, I understand the O lineman is a cool pick. It's, it's not sexy pick but I think we should go Trayvon Walker, which I, I don't know. I'm pretty surprised. I'm pretty sure the only people that, think that this was going to happen is bulky Trayvon Walker's mom and Trayvon Walker himself <laughs> are probably the only people that think that this is the best pick for them. But that's beside the point. I Jacksonville, I, what I, I guess, you know, they're going to have Josh Allen. They're going to have Trayvon Walker. It's going to be a formidable defense from the pass rush standpoint. They still have a ton of needs that they're going to have to address in this draft. And I just, I don't know. I don't know if that's the, that's the reason or what well, they, they locked, they they locked Cam Robinson up for three years. So that was mm-hmm. one thing we were speculating on was he's only franchise tag. You still draft that left tackle, but looks like that's out of the window now. So yeah. What are the odds at on Trayvon now? So it's minus 300 on DraftKings right now for Trayvon to go number one overall, which basically means you'd have to bet $300 to win $100. It's not, yeah, you know, that, that's you bet pretty... $100 and win 300 if he isn't. No, <laughs> no. If you bet a hundred dollars on him, you win thirty. If well, if he doesn't, I don't know. You could probably bet Aiden Hutchinson right now and pr- get pretty good odds if you really wanted to. What's, What's up, Rougerou? Rougerou, it's good to see you. Been a long off season. I haven't gotten to see you. I hope everything's good down in New Orleans. Um, excited to see what they do tomorrow. They made some some moves, so I'm excited to see who they're they're coming up to get. Who do you think they're taking? The yeah, Ruguru, let us know in the chat. Um, so that leaves Aiden Hutchinson going number two to Detroit, which is also minus 300 on DraftKings for them to get 
Aiden Hutchinson. Uh, Dan Campbell has loved Aiden Hutchinson since the moment they met, I'm assuming. So, like, they just – they both, like, eat nails and pump iron, and I, I can't – that's a match made in heaven. So, I'm sure Dan Campbell is very excited to get Aiden Hutchinson in that defensive room. Hell, yeah. That would be a perfect fit for him. He's got the attitude that Campbell loves. I love the Lions. I'm so mad at the Bears. I might just cheer for the Lions this year. Yikes. You know, well, I mean, you do like Swift too. You do have a couple of a couple of guys that you like. Yeah, I, I love their whole team, that. man. Except for Jared Goff, he can. He's all right. Yeah. I'm not well, going to talk much. Yeah, maybe they address that too in this draft. We'll see. Okay, so the only other ones I'm I'm pretty confident in are Iki Aquanu going number three to the Houston Texans. I, I think that's going to be the pick for them. Uh, they really like Iki Aquanu. Can't blame him. It's it's been our number one alignment since Evan Neal just decided to drop off the face of the earth. Um, so it's kind of looking more like he's going to go number three. Number four is where the mystery begins. I don't know what the Jets are going to do at number four. They are the front runner for Debo apparently, even though he's not going to get are, traded. But I think that if there's going to be a draft night trade within the top five, that's the pick that's going to get drafted or traded. Bring up Ruger, Jameson all the way, or Olave, then Penning. That's probably the correct order. I'd probably have that too. Um, Jameson's been Jameson's been sneaking up quite a bit. There's a lot of people that think he might sneak up to the Jets at ten, um, which could could happen. Um, Jameis to Jameson, man, that would yeah, Jameis to Jameson. Beautiful. That'll that would be a that's a that'd be a confusing sentence to say, but I mean that'd be good for them. Um, but yeah, Iquanu at three. The mystery starts at four. I think it's going to be Kayvon Thibodeau, but I could also see them going somewhere else. Um, you know, Rob Sala definitely wants to go defense here. No. Um, he's a big defensive guy, and I think they can still get a good offensive talent at number 10. So there's really no reason for them to go, you know, offense that early if they don't absolutely have to. They have to take sauce there. If you're if you're building for your damn team, so I mean Stingley's creeping Cross up there. Isn't that either. Yeah, Stingley's been... such a gamble at this point, though. I don't think you take him in the top five, but cornerback just makes he you killed work. his workout, Joe. That's all that matters, I know, dude. Right? You should see me doing landscaping out back. I kill that workout too. <laughs> then you come scout you as you're doing your yard work. Yeah, just to maybe throw you on the team. No, I like yeah, that. Man. That's that's a good that's a good idea. Um. Okay, then number five, all po- signs are pointing towards the Giants taking uh, Charles Cross, actually. Um, there's still a part of me that thinks that it's going to be Evan Neal um, drafted there, but it's really looking like Charles Cross is going to go there. I think the Giants are in love with Charles Cross. He is the leader in the clubhouse to be picked there, as is, if you go on any of the betting sites, um, FanDuel or DraftKings, and you will see that he is picked to go there. Everything that I've read from writers are saying that he's going to end up going there. So, that makes what too much the, sense. so here is the quandary, Joe. Evan yeah. Neal falls to six to Carolina. Does Carolina take the quarterback? Do they trade out of the pick? Or do they just shore up their O-line, which is something smart that the, they could definitely use in Carolina? I mean – you saw that O-line. It's it's not great. So having a guy like Evan Neal fall to them at number six would be amazing. But they do have options. So what do you and think? And they are the Panthers. So what do you <laughs> think? I think they're going to triple down on their hor- horrible quarterback drafting. Rougerou, I 
I like Cross a lot, man. You know, we got to see his run blocking. If he goes to the Giants, I am out on Saquon. Absolutely. I'm kind of already out on Saquon, but that would be a – I yeah. wouldn't be too happy about that. Cross Evan, Cross does have higher upside, I think, than Evan Neal. Evan Neal, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie, Joe. I think Evan Neal hurt himself by not going to the combine. Like, yeah. I, I hate that that's how it works. Um, if you just decide not to go to the combine because you don't want to hurt yourself or hurt your money, it ends up in hurting you in the uh, draft process. But it appears to have claimed a victim in Evan Neal because he was number one, what, a month ago? Yeah. We, we weren't hearing anything other than that. Trayvon Walker, man. Carolina Kitty can say go on. They do. I think, well, if Evan Neal falls there, I don't know how they can't take him at six. It's just somebody's either going to trade up for him, which trading up for an alignment sounds hilarious in theory, but if he falls to number six, that's a good price because Carolina doesn't have their second round pick this year because of the Sam Darnold disaster. (laughs) Um, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the one that you call. They draft an O line, and they're still going to have that disaster. So it's it's true because they need a quarterback. But I mean, Kenny Pickett's still, I mean, still an option that they could go Kenny Pickett. Um, but I think if Evan Neal's sitting there, I don't know how you look at Evan Neal and Kenny Pickett and decide, well, let's go Kenny Pickett. When uh, who knows? Maybe you could end up with Baker Mayfield when it's all said and done. Who knows? That's true. They don't have the picks to get Baker Mayfield right now, so I, I'm not really sure how that would work out. But At this point, the, I don't think it would take many picks. It might not. It's like that, a 2025 seventh might get it done just to eat that salary. Well, that that's the yeah, and obviously that's the problem because like that salary of 18 mil, it's going to take. You're going to have to get. They may even have to give a pick Cleveland to get somebody to take that contract on, yeah. which is just it's hilarious to think if they had just played this any differently. Maybe they, ugh, I don't know. We're all, I'm off of Cleveland. By the way, this is my announcement. I'm off of Cleveland for this year. I'm not, I'm not going to be giving the Cleveland updates this year. I don't care if Baker Mayfield sitting on the bench on that team. I will just skip. Maybe I'll do a random team. Who knows? Maybe I'll draw one out of a hat. So if Mayfield week. doesn't play, are you going to choose the team that plays Cleveland to do the update on every week? Dude, there is an idea right there. I like yeah. that a lot. I think I, like I should that do that. I think yeah. we have some okay. fun with that one. Maybe, maybe I just pick, yeah, whatever team is playing against the Browns, and I just do a deep dive on them each week. I think that would be hilarious. But yeah, that'd be a good one. It definitely does. All right. Ruguru says, Do y'all think QBs fall to the last half of the first? I do think that that is possible. I still think that somebody – I still think the Steelers are going to trade up to get one. I think that's completely within the realm of possibility. I definitely – with the, the Seattle Seahawks at nine, as much as I think that they could just use that pick on someone, they might double down and let somebody try to trade up for a quarterback or trade up for one of the wide receivers, something like that. They might leverage that pick, so I would be looking there. There's been but, a ton of speculation on that. You know one of these teams is going to panic and take a quarterback early. I mean, what was are. it? I just don't know who. Like that, yeah, I mean, we're in such a it? weird 20, spot. Twenty thirteen was the last time a quarterback wasn't taken in the top ten, right? Isn't that the stat? Something like yeah, because I think AJ Manuel was thirteen, I think. But yes, that's the yeah. yes the year. AJ someone's AJ gonna Manuel. panic and, and reach. AJ Manuel probably gonna be my. I think, I think Christian Ponder was that year too. That was a disaster of quarterback yeah. year. But yeah, I. I think they do fall. I think I think they do fall into the last half of the first round. Malik Willis has taken a nosedive in draft circles, which is just crazy to think about. But 
It's really funny because we were talking about that at the Senior Bowl. We didn't see what everyone was seeing, and then all I, is this meteoric rise, and it's like, okay, Joe. I'm saying I don't like. <laughs> I, I I was like, are my eyes lying to me? We talked about this the whole trip home. We drove yeah. all the way back from Alabama, saying, what is everybody else seeing in the quarterbacks that we're not seeing? Like I saw one guy on TikTok today. He he's like a draft guy on TikTok. Which take that as a grain of salt as much as you want, but he was saying like. I bet Blank is going to take Malik Willis, the next Josh Allen. I'm like, you know, Josh Allen's six three, right? Like, you know, he's huge. Malik yeah. Willis is six foot on a good day. I don't think it's going to happen. Like, I really just don't think it's going to happen. So, I, I don't know. I, I think Malik Willis might fall. I think somebody's going to panic and take Kenny Pickett. I do think there's a potential somebody trades up into the back half of the first round to take a quarterback, like. Uh, Desmond Ritter, Matt Corral, Sam Howell, something like that. But yeah. speaking of Desmond Ritter, I agree with you, man. That Ruggeri there, uh, I would rather take a shot on him at this point. Ride black and gold. Yeah, I mean, I like. The, I I don't have a problem with the Saints. They never did anything wrong to me. I take a chance with Ritter in the second. Exactly. That's exactly what what I would do too. And the thing about like the Lions, for example, they're not going to take a quarterback because they have the second pick in the second round. They can just get uh, the whatever's left over to sit behind Jared Goff because I'm pretty sure Jared Goff's contract you have to you have to have him this year, but then after this year you can cut him and the cap hit isn't nearly as bad. So, I mean, if you, I think with the same argument I made with taking David Ajabo with the 32nd pick, just because you have his fifth year option, you have him for an extra year. Same yeah. could be said with Ritter especially if he's more of a developmental prospect. So they might snag him at That's 32 true. just to have that option on him. But I just think if they're going to suck next year, I, I the taking for this next draft is going to be fascinating to watch because I think Seattle and Atlanta have the like commanding lead. But I, if I was Detroit, I would try to be getting in on that. Like I would try to be getting in on that. And if you need to throw a rookie quarterback out there, you need to throw a rookie quarterback out there. But uh I think that the the tanking wars for 2023 is going to be very fascinating to watch. I don't think Dan Campbell has a tanking bone in his body. I don't think he <laughs> he didn't try to tank this year. I mean, they no, they tried to win every they, single game. Honestly, not a bad team, the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. They had a chance to win almost all of those games that they were playing. So I definitely think you know they, they could the ball could have bounced a different way every now and then, um, maybe in the next round. Um, okay, so I sent you a text. We're going to go over it real quick. It's a from the at Draft Diamonds account on Twitter. Um, it's basically this guy. I think he scouts for a bowl or something. I don't know. He's just a guy that's in the know. And he dropped a couple of draft nuggets that I want to try to speculate on. This is reckless speculation. We need a sounder for when we're just talking about things that we have no idea about so that people don't take it seriously. But if there was a reckless speculation sounder, we would play it right here. So the first sentence that he says is, I heard today there's a QB who won't pass a physical if he was to take it today. My guess would be Matt Corral because of the ankle, but he did perform in his pro day, and everybody said the ankle looked fine. But, Joe, what do, what do you think? I mean, of all the quarterbacks, that makes the most sense. I don't think we've heard. I haven't heard anything, anything else, but if you had that. to speculate, would you say probably Corral on that one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. I I just think it has to be that he did not run the 40, but not, you don't necessarily need to run a 40 as a quarterback to me personally. We, by the way, 
for future reference, we just need to get rid of the 40. Why are your linemen running the 40? When's an O-lineman ever going to have to run 40 yards down the field? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay, second part of the tweet is a wide receiver who is a head case. Who would you guess is the head case of the wide receiver? I'm assuming these are the of the top guys. Obviously, it's probably not like a sixth-round wide receiver that's a head case because why would he maybe be talking about him? I don't know. Who's the, who's the diva? In the, in the I don't know, but something makes me feel like it's Drake London. Right? Like, so my, my thought process here is that Drake London put off this workout for as long as possible. Didn't end up running the 40 on the day that he went out there. Plays in Southern California. I don't want to make that a stereotype, but there's definitely <laughs> something, Shots you know. Fired. I know I don't want to make it sound like all people from Southern California are head better case, than those New Orleans. Colin guys. Cowherd lives down there, and I know he is. I'm just case, playing. So. I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, Rougarou's guess would be George Pickens. I could see Pickens. It's definitely possible. Um, he definitely was unable to come back and be himself, so I could definitely see being Pickens as well. Um, there's an outside chance that it might be Chris Olave. I, I outside chance. Outside chance. I just some of Chris Olave's body language. I've been over it a million times. I don't need to go over it again. Some of his body language didn't always make me feel the best about Chris Olave, but he damn sure doesn't like getting hit. So you know I don't like him. Yeah, but if he ends up on the Saints, Bruguru, we believe in him one hundred percent. Yeah, he's our boy. Okay, and the third part of this tweet says there's a linebacker who has medical issues and is going to fall in the draft. Now, this one is a complete question mark to me because, I mean, the only guys we could be talking about are N'Kobe Dean, Quay Walker, and uh, Devin Lloyd. Those are really the only three that matter as far as linebackers go. I have not heard any of them have a medical issue. So I, like, I'm guessing it's probably N'Kobe Dean because I've seen him dropping out of the first round in some mock drafts. I thought that's just because he's short and people – you know, are against short linebackers, but you think there could potentially be something underlying there that we don't know about yet? I don't care to speculate on it, man. I, wow, I Joe. No Playing idea. it close to the vest. I like it. This yeah. is this is reckless speculation moment, Joe. You can yeah. recklessly speculate here. Recklessly. I mean, Nicobe didn't make sense since he's we're falling under, so much. We're in the cloud was... of reckless speculation. Yeah. Okay, and then the last one is there's an O-lineman with a bad knee. Every one of them. <laughs> they just all all have bad knees. They all have bad. You saw it, dude. You watched the Senior Bowl. They all had freaking braces on their knees. They're shot JB said, "Well played." Yeah, Joey didn't even didn't take a side. I like it. You, you didn't even speculate best, at all. Close to the best. I, I, I like it. You don't even want to. Don't even want to let them know. We are handsome. Thanks, IDP Army. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, IDP Army on YouTube. Like and subscribe and share this video. Ruguru says all the above. It has to be. I, I think every alignment deep down in their heart and soul has an issue going on. So I yeah. could definitely see that being a thing. But this is just, you know, from the Draft Diamonds Twitter account, they uh, they mentioned that that could potentially be a possibility. Dude, when they were doing that O-line um, workout in the rain, they just sounded like robots. It was like <laughs> clinking was together. All the braces going back and forth. Yeah, I, f- I feel like we saw some like nuts and bolts fall out. It was, yeah. it was, it was wild out there. It was the like iRobot. 
but <laughs> uh, 2020 edition. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Okay, so a couple more predictions. I let's just get into the predictions part of what we think is going to happen in this draft. Um, I think Christian Watson's going to be a first rounder. Um, I know, I know you believe in your heart and soul. A lot of people still have him pegged as a third or third round wide receiver or third round talent. I think somebody's going to reach for him. I, you brought it up. I think it was either last podcast or two podcasts ago. You mentioned this guy is a number one receiver that's just going to be hiding in the third round. He's an and alpha. I th- yeah, and I think yeah, an alpha. And I think maybe there's going to be other people that catch on to that. But there's going to be other teams that maybe catch on to that and snag him at the end of the first round because that the end of this round, uh, first round is going to be filled with wide receivers. I think, I mean, we're going to see guys that normally would not go in the first round, go in the first round just because there's going to be a desperation move by the chiefs, Packers, bills, potentially Tennessee Titans probably could use one if they, you know, if they really wanted one, but the, the end of this first round is going to be, I mean, saints, but that's a little bit higher. All gonna need one. So yeah, no. Josh hates Christian Watson. I am completely on him. If you watch him play, the size speed combo is just obnoxious. Ruger, if he goes to the Packers, I I I quit being a Bears fan for a long time. I'm not gonna watch that combo again. Are you gonna buy a Christian Watson Packer jersey? I might have to. I'm a Lions fan though. I'll get I'll get a Christian Watson Lions jersey. A Lions fan. That's funny. (laughs) No man, he uh. I, I really think a lot of his drops that everyone's freaking out about was just bad quarterback play. I mean, there was with Trey Lance, with whoever the guy was, I can't think of his name right now. There was so many passes behind him when he was in stride that an NFL quarterback should have made that pass. So you get him on a team like the Chiefs. And like I said a couple podcasts ago, if you get those broken plays that Patrick Mahomes loves and Christian Watson's on the receiving end of that, he could have an amazing career just making plays off of that. So. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that. I agree. I, I, I think that Christian Watson has all of the makings of an alpha wide receiver. It's just a matter of him ending up on a team that's going to use him to that effect. And if he ends up with like the Packers, for example, I think that that's, that's how he would be used. And I, for that reason, I think, I think like a sky Moore or Jahan Dotson, like those guys are good. They're good slot receivers. But if you need the one, the guy that's going to be on the outside, catch jump balls and then come into the slot. Also like how Aaron Rodgers like to use Devante Christian Watson is more suited for that than Jahan Dotson or sky Moore. They're, they're good receivers and they're quick, like a future Tyreek Hill, if you will, Joe. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, But they, uh, they're, they will be better for suited for that kind of thing, which is why I can see like the Chiefs maybe go in that direction. Um, but what do you think about Traylon Burks right now? What, where, where do you think he's going to go outside the top 20, inside the top 20? For I thought he was going to go number eight for the longest time to the Falcons. Yeah. And I thought they were going to try to use him like that. But uh, what are you thinking about Traylon Burks as we get into tomorrow? The more tape I watch of all these receivers, I mean – Burks is probably the most interesting in landing spot is going to dictate what he does as a pro. Um, I mean, if he were to go to Tennessee at that spot and just basically they could have two AJ Browns, that'd be pretty sweet. Um, don't talk to me about Robert yeah. Woods being there. I'm sorry. Uh, but I mean, I think with him, it's landing spot in fantasy. I mean, in the drafts, it depends because he could be an absolute baller. He has probably the most impressive set of tools. 
to his game that you could develop. And obviously route running is a little bit of an issue with him, but you don't really need to run routes precisely when you're that physically gifted. Um, yeah, he's just, he's really strong. So like, I yeah. feel like that would be the biggest thing with these guys though. And from a fantasy perspective, <laughs> is who is the most valuable landing spot? Is it green Bay or is it KC? I think it's got to be Green Bay, right? I think it's Green Bay because there's the opportunity on that offense is going to be better. Like I think Aaron Rodgers is not going to stop passing the ball. I still secretly think the Chiefs are going to be a running team um, yeah. going into the season. But I, dude, what if KC shocks the world and takes another running back with one of those two first round picks? Uh, Ronald Jones is going to kill it. Oh my god, you and this Ronald Jones. Thing. I'm all on that Ronald Jones train, man. Okay, well, tried to sneak it in there, but as far as running backs go, do you think anybody sneaks in the first round? Do you think Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, do you think any anybody somehow gets into the first round running back-wise that we're not ex- anticipating right now? The more I look into it, the more I do not think a running back is going to go in the first round. It's just feel the same. Especially if these quarterbacks start going, there's just too much talent up at the top of this draft and not enough down below. Running back has been devalued for a long time. Although, you know, Brees Hall would be sweet with the Bills. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on there. Bill Belichick needs a James White replacement eventually. So Rashad White, you know, can sneak up there in that area, you know, go higher. But they're not they're not valued the same way. So I don't see any running back sneaking into the first with the depth of the running back class. Because that's this is like the one aspect, wide receiver and running back, where there's quite a bit of depth in this class. Yeah, like next year in 2023, there will be running backs taken in the first round. There will oh, yeah. be at least two that I'm I'm pretty positive will be going. But as far as this draft class goes, yeah, I, it, it could happen. I did not see Clyde Edwards-Alaire the year that he went in the first round no. to the Chiefs. I didn't see that coming. So there's always a chance that something like that could happen. But I don't – I mean, Brees Hall is really good, and he's going to be good for a team in the second round. But – I, I don't see him sneaking up to get there because in, in another reason is like Jonathan Taylor, for example, second round pick that's Jonathan Taylor. None of these guys looked like Jonathan Taylor in college. Now I, the fears of Jonathan Taylor, he had a lot of tread on the tires. He had run for a lot, had a lot of rushes, a lot of hits in college. So that's why a lot of people were kind of down on him going into the draft and Brees Hall kind of the same thing, I guess is he's had a lot of tread on the tires. He's played there. Um, at Iowa State for all four years. And so there, there's a fear that him having a lot of tread on tires, but I, I don't think first round. I, th- I just think there's too many too many things working against him. I know Josh believes it, but I just yeah, don't see dude, one of those teams needing it. Leonard Fournette signed a one-year contract, right? Or was it two? Do you remember? I think it's two, but I'm not positive. I think it's, I mean, Brady's I, only there for team. one. Yeah, I could see Tampa year, so. Bay drafting. If any team was going to do it, they make the most sense to me because when Brady leaves, you have to have a running back. And you yeah. have to assume that Fournette, especially if it's a one-year contract, is going to bounce after the season. So um, that's the only team I could see. But I think they have, you know, edge makes more sense for them, in my opinion, building up that defense, uh, defensive backs, especially if some, one of those guys falls. Yeah. That would make more yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, one more thing, and then we'll get out of here. Kyle Hamilton, I don't think he's going to go in the top 10, Joe. I thought he should be the second pick overall, and I still think that in my heart of hearts, but it's looking like he's going to make it outside the top 10. So are we thinking maybe Washington, maybe replacement for Landon Collins? Would that sound about right to you? That'd make a lot of sense. I I still think the Texans could grab him. 
that's that's right i'm yeah. going in our mock drafts i think that yeah. would make a ton of sense best player available type thing uh because you know all the contention teams are going to be grabbing pieces and a rookie safety how much is he really going to help you if you're in contention from someone you can sign off the street i don't really know it's a i mean it's a good point plus i mean it, it... Unless you're Derwin James, which is what his comp is, but unless you're Derwin James, you're not going to step in and immediately be impactful. So you might need a year or two to get in, get in him into shape. But I still think you're getting crazy good value for Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. He's probably the, he ends up. He's he's one or two most talented in the draft. I feel like. I, mean, I feel like too. He's naturally gifted. He's he like in your IDP rookie drafts. He needs to be one of the first couple players defensively taken like that. that he can't fall. Like I am, even if he falls in the draft, like not in the top 10, I don't think it's a talent thing. I think it's just because he's a safety and there's just a bias against safeties. That's, and that's, I don't think anyone wants to pay a top five salary to a rookie safety, but it, unfortunately that's <laughs> the world we live in, Joe. Unfortunately, yeah. Eric Berry was the last in. one in the top five. I don't, but yeah. what, a bomber said he was going to take Kyle Hamilton first in all of his rookie drafts <laughs> this year so well he Let's said first round goes. but he he yeah. did yeah he did say he's gonna do that and i don't know i think he should I, I like kyle hamilton i think there's a lot of hate that uh got dispersed plus so the next safety after him next safety after him is not i mean it's, i think it's jaquan brisker right now i think um did he take dax hill over oh didn't no, no, you're right it's dax yeah. hill dax hill is number two right now dax hill is not close to kyle hamilton it's just no. Dax Hill was amazing at Michigan. Not the same animal as Kyle Hamilton. So, I mean, if you're when you're in your drafts, if you need a safety, I know DBs are kind of, I don't know, they're, they're kind of hit or miss for a lot of people. They're not really sure. But he could be a rock on your defense for a couple years to come. So, all right, let's recap. We got what I'm pretty sure from what I'm hearing is going to happen. Trayvon Walker, one. Aiden Hutchinson, two. Icky Aquani, three mystery at number four and then charles cross going number five to the giants and then the draft will start after that i suppose i i still think the four they could um they could figure out something for with a trade with the jets that would be such a jets thing man they could just take cave Thibodeau or hell anybody at four i mean they're yeah. not missing out but they they would be such a jets move to trade back but We'll see. That's what we're going to be here tomorrow, 7 p.m. Central time. Are we going to do a 32 uh, pick parlay on our draft picks? We should. We should we definitely should. do that. Um, that, would, that would pay out probably crazy money. But, okay, so that's all we got for you today. This is a short little podcast. We're just getting people ready for the draft. We're getting a little prep. If you are listening to this on the morning of the draft, hopefully – you know, this gives you a little time to figure things out. Hopefully we're right. If we're right, we're right. If we're wrong, well, that's the draft for you. Um, but be here tomorrow, 7 p.m. Central Time. That's 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Uh, we're going to watch the draft, and you can watch us along with us. You know, grab a drink. We're going to be having a fruit brewskis. And it's 5 p.m. Pacific time. Too. 5 p.m. Pacific time. We'll see you uh, at happy specific hour. Time. Happy hour. That's perfect. Get on there at specific time, man. No, that's fine. Uh, yeah, JB was good. Good having in here. Good talk. Good talk. Rugurus have a bunch of Saint Watch parties, but I'll check in with you all tomorrow. Please do. You can yeah. sign up to win our uh, Jerry Judy jersey. That's going to be a giveaway, which will be fun. Signed Jerry Judy jersey, courtesy of Joe over there. Can you have so, Alabama merch? And uh, yeah, that's Louisiana? a good point. 
Yeah, I think Louisiana, you're probably going to get uh, laughed at pretty hard if you have that, um, that Jerry Judy jersey. But uh, we'll definitely have – we'll be having a lot of fun tomorrow. Please, like, you don't have to be here the whole entire time, even though we would love that. But as long as you all just check in, hang out, we're going to be having fun, having a couple of drinks, maybe making some fireball bets live. That'll We'll take some fireball. One of the standard That'll be a disaster. <laughs> what round will Jordan fall asleep on? Exactly, uh, which I think the over/under's got to be picked like 20, twenty or right? whatever. Yeah, he's already told us that he's going to have to get up and do stuff during the draft. Which uh, that pick twenty might, and if he's got to get up and yeah. do stuff, if he's using fall. energy to pleat in the battery, exactly. That uh, we'll see, we'll see. But pick twenty is the over/under for Jordan falling asleep during the draft, which will be something we're all going to be watching out for. Uh, we might make a little graphic for that so that we can have a little countdown. But all right, we'll see you tomorrow, Joe. Get us out of here. All right, JB, how are you? Richard, thanks for stopping by, everybody. Um, we will see you tomorrow. Please join us. And uh, if not, just enjoy the draft. We know we will. Thank you. Yeah, check in next week. We'll be doing some live re- – or not live reactions. We'll be doing the reactions to it during the podcast. Thanks for tuning in.